Welcome to the podcast, everybody. It's going to be a fun episode. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to the Health Alchemist podcast. I am happy to have you guys on today for this journey. So today's topic, we are going to be... What the hell is that? Hey, hey, John, John, John. Oh, oh God. Oh, man. Did you hear the news? Wait, what? Yeah, the what news. What are talking about? Hear the news. The news. What, talk- what? Yeah, you didn't hear the news? Oh, my God. It's a big problem. I, I can't really say because it... This is a public service announcement by the Board of Cell Phone Consumption. Now, we have a mass alert of code red, so to speak. Cell phone addiction has gone to an all-new high. People are depressed and manically anxiety-induced, left and right. It has become an issue. People are becoming less social. Communication skills are declining, and attention spans are less than a goldfish. This is a red alert. If you are by a cell phone, please be warned that that device can cause issues and may possibly end your existence. This is a public service announcement. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad to have you here. Welcome to the Health Alchemist podcast. Now, if you're a new listener, I welcome you, and I'll give you a quick rundown of what's going on today on this episode. So, first off, I hope you guys really enjoyed that intro. I put some work into it, and I figured, why not make this fun and kind of give away what the topic of the podcast today is about, and that is cell phone addiction. And it's a big problem, and I am going to give you guys so much information today that's going to make your damn head spin. So, quick layout of the podcast. If you're a new listener, we always start off with health news. So, it's everything health and fitness related, news-wise, all the information that will help you live a happier, healthier life. But, it goes from the most recent research, the most recent news... And then after that, we have John's harangues. Now, that's basically just a fancy word of saying John's going to rant about a topic. And then after that, we have a guest on the show. Now, because I really wanted to get this episode out there, because it's really important and I really want to give you guys this valuable information, uh, there's not going to be a guest on today. So the podcast will be slightly shorter than usual. Now... Let's jump into the motherfucking news. Alright, so, what we have going on in the news, uh, I mean, it's, when it comes to cell phone addiction, a lot of people don't think about it. They're just like, uh, yeah, it's... Little Timmy wants to take his phone and Snapchat his girlfriend. It's all good, you know? It's all in fun and shit. I don't care. I'm just going to watch the fucking game on the TV. And a lot of people are not really paying attention to this topic. And a lot of people are addicted to their cell phones. And guess what? They're 
unconscious of it. And I am a victim too. And honestly, I will admit, there were times where I have had some of these symptoms that I'm going to mention later in the podcast. None of the sex-related ones, but let's jump into the news before I get way ahead of myself. So, cell phones and social media aren't just ruining your brain, but also your sex life and relationships. Yet that little fucking thing is just ruining your relationship and your marriage. Might be a good thing if you want to get a divorce. An Oxford University study of 24,000 married European couples found a direct inverse link between use of social media sites and marital satisfaction. Ain't satisfied, huh? (laughs) The more couples read about others' exciting lives on social media the more likely they are to view their own relationship with disappointment and disdain. So that's pretty straightforward in my opinion, and I've seen that happen to many people. Because when it comes to social media, the first thing that pops up when we look at our feed are mostly happy things, or people try to portray their lives as every minute of every day is this just awesomeness and oh I'm doing this I'm doing that I'm happy I'm smiling in every picture but you don't exactly know what is going on beyond the picture beyond the status updates you get what I'm saying anybody can fake a smile anybody can meet with friends once in a year and make it seem like whoa we hang out all the time I've had that issue before it's a mind fuck and that's for a later topic. I didn't want to spend too much time on that because it's more social media related. And that is for a separate podcast. This one's solely cell phones. So the next news on cell phone addiction. Researchers from Korea University in Seoul. So South Korea, obviously. North Korea ain't doing this shit. <laughs> They studied brains of 19 teenage boys who were diagnosed with internet or smartphone addiction, okay? Compared with 19 teenagers who were not addicted. So they had 19 teenagers who were addicted, and then they had 19 who weren't. And the 19 who weren't were the controlled group. So compared with the 19 teenagers who were not addicted... The brains of the addicted boys had higher levels of GABA or GABA. So I won't go into too much detail about GABA, but GABA slows down the neurons in the brain, resulting in poor attention and control. Basically, a huge lack of focus. You know, and... It actually kind of sounds pretty familiar, right? I mean, I've had that, and I'm sure you and many other people have had that kind of just brain fart moment where they cannot remember or focus on something shortly after fucking around with their phone. So, it's a small study, but further research is going to be performed. Now, the last thing on our news, and this one was actually... It's kind of funny in a way. 
I gave I gave it a title. Now some of these uh, articles they they're not the most fantastic titles to them, so I like to put my own little flair into it. And this I named it "Given Up on Being Social?" Question mark. A university of so the University of Maryland conducted experiments on test groups of cell phone users. Now, the research found that after a short period of cell phone use, the subjects were less inclined to volunteer for community service activity compared to the control group. So they had the cell phone users, and then they had a group of individuals who were just the control group that didn't touch a cell phone. And the cell phone users were less likely to volunteer for community service activities. All right, so that, I mean, that one's kind of, I feel like if you say that to certain people, they'll be like, yeah, man, I'm, psh, I ain't, I ain't participating in any community service. Shit. I got, I got more shit to do with my time. You know, there's people like that out there. So this next part of the study I thought was kind of interesting the cell phone users were also less persistent in solving word problems, even when they knew their answers would translate to a charity donation. So basically, the cell phone users, even if they knew the answer to the word problem, they were less likely to give the answer, even though they knew the answer would give a donation to a charity. They were still less likely, they were less inclined to give that answer. And then the last part, even focus was decreased when participants were asked to simply draw a picture of their cell phones. I thought that was kind of funny. If if it comes to a point where cell phone use affects your focus that much where you can't even draw your cell phone or how you use your cell phone, that's a big problem. But in the next section, oh, oh, you're going to hear a ton of problems, a ton, an ass ton, and I go on a beautiful just harangue. (laughs) So that's coming up next. Stay tuned, guys, and be sure to hit that follow button. In the matter of Nabisco Food Company. Hey boss, so what can we do to the people today that would make them more sick? Yes. Yes, boss. What ideas do you have coming up? Well, boys, I'm glad you asked. I had a brilliant plan that I know will make us money all these trendy kids nowadays seem to like things clean and natural well I plan on taking the same shitty products and slapping the word natural on the label this way They spend more money and think 
They're being healthier. Brilliant idea, boss. <laughs> what a splendid idea, boss. Make sure you come back next time to the lair of Nabisco Food Company. That's if you make it back alive. <laughs>Hey guys, it is John, I'm back here again, it is 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm in a deep squat, podcasting, and guess what, drinking some caffeine, because I need it, because this is John's harangue, and I picked the word harangue because it sounds cool, and apparently the definition is, it is a passionate speech, or talkative rant so i figured that's a perfect description or a perfect word instead of saying john's rants or john's gripes john's harangue or harangues so a uh, little story little story for you guys i woke up this morning aggravated and not aggravated in the sense of just things bother me just aggravated in thoughts that kind of came to mind or thinking how people act and really this topic it gets me pretty flustered and it's cell phones and cell phone addiction and really it's one of those things that this could be really part of the like news section of this podcast because I actually have some stats written down because it's it's important a to talk openly about this kind of topic but it's also very important to put those kind of statistics, those numbers, and those stats out there so people actually get an idea of how bad cell phone addiction is. It is a bad thing. People don't think it's a issue now, but I feel like especially now in 2017 where everybody and their two-year-old child has a cell phone. Look around. Like, pause this podcast, or better yet, go in public while I'm talking to you through this weird electronic, I don't even know how podcasts really work, honestly, I'm I'm lucky enough to know how to record it, post it, but regardless, go out in public, listen to this, and you will notice how many people are constantly on their cell phones. It is not good. So, as I take a sip of coffee, I will begin this story. And this ad was brought to you by Black Gold. It's the only kind of gold I drink because it's made from coffee beans, which are indeed black. Alright, that was a nice message from our sponsor. So, the way this went down, I... You know, I'm the type of person that when I have to get up at a certain time or when my alarm goes off, I literally kind of jump out of bed. So I here I am. I jump out of bed. I go to the bathroom to take my morning pee. And 
there's been, I don't want to say stories or studies. I forget where I learned this from, but a lot of the best writers and philosophers and different type of artistic people purposely would work on things or come up with ideas when they're in that half-awake, half-dreamlike state. So it's pretty much a moment where it's that fine area between when you first wake up or when you catch yourself about to fall asleep if you're going to take a nap. And it does something where it bypasses your conscious mind and kind of the subconscious thoughts flow freely and it's more of a flow state kind of feeling so immediately you know when I get up in the morning when I have ideas like this or I it just things flow to me I I really want to either write it down podcast it record it video wise because it it's like one of those moments where I'm just like yeah fucking blah 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 and just pumping it out so I had that while I was peeing, and it for some reason, phones popped into my head, probably because my phone was my alarm, yet it wasn't right next to me, it was on my nightstand, but I'll explain that in a bit. So, my phone goes off, I shut the stupid fucking alarm off because I hate my phone, and I got up, and I was just like, I, instantly, like, mad at phones, I was just like, fucking, you know, phones, people just get so... Just, I, I like, can't believe how addicted people are to phones now. And I was thinking to myself, if you take the average person and pull their phone away from them, they can be a full-grown adult, doesn't matter. If you take their phone away from them, I guarantee, guarantee they will act like a baby. And I've seen it left and right, and I've seen it actually happen in person. You take someone's phone away, they are just like, My phone, why? Give it back, give it back, give it. Like, they turn into a fucking five-year-old. It's terrible. So, that being said, let me read off some of these numbers that I wrote down that are just... They are skeevy to me to think that a piece of glass, computer chips, just electronic hardware, and metal, and just this little fucking rectangular thing could have so much control over such a big organism. Really think about it. A cell phone now is what? What's the average uh, screen size now? For some reason, they got bigger, but let's just say four and a half inches, roughly. So, a little rectangle that's four and a half inches from corner to corner, because that's how you measure electronics. That stupid piece of electronics can have so much influence over just an animal, a person, a thing that is like 10 times the size of it. Like this little thing almost causes some people to just drop to their knees 
if they don't have it or if they if they lose it like really let this set in because not many people think about this not many people really sit down and say hmm am i addicted to my cell phone do i excessively use it because honestly you may be and a majority of people do so i'm gonna read off some of these things and kind of give my two cents as we go on so the one uh very very startling and creepy statistic and a lot of these are statistics, some of which that I've gotten from an addiction website. Okay, when it's a problem and it's a big red flag when you get your stats about cell phone use and cell phone addiction from a website that also posts things about alcohol abuse, drug abuse, heroin abuse, addiction Okay, that's a big red flag. That should be a huge red flag, okay? But enough of that. So, statistic number one. Here we go. 50% of Americans claim they are addicted to their cell phones. 50%. Now, it doesn't sound like much, but that's quite a bit. And honestly, probably the other 50% are all the people in Florida. You know, older people don't really give a shit because they actually maybe enjoy the real world and conversing with people, not just conversing with people on a stupid electronic device, you know. Because they're probably the last generation that will actually have social skills. But nonetheless, 50% claim they are addicted to their cell phones. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Gets worse. So, after that, 44% of people claim they become anxious when they lose their phone or are phoneless for a week. Now, I think this is obviously false. Why? Because no person in modern day society can go a week without their cell phone. Most likely they will either, I have no clue, have an anxiety attack, go into cardiac arrest maybe, maybe just lose their mind and have to go to a psych ward because I have yet to meet someone who has gone a full week without their cell phone. A full week, seven days. Do the math. You know how many hours that is. That's a lot Anymore, that's a long time without a cell phone. Most people can't even go one hour without their cell phone or checking it. But that's further along. 91% of millennials take their phones to the bathroom. They take them to shit or piss or whatnot. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. I claim and I am probably part of that 91% if I entered this survey or wherever they get the information if you if you think you're on your high horse ladies and you're like i do not take my phone to the bathroom because that is disgusting and that is unsanitary well guess what ladies 
76% of you claim that you do take your phone to the bathroom. Men is 40, 74%. So just just throwing it out there, ladies, you're higher up on the uh, cell phone to bathroom use percentage. So just throwing it out there. But, it you know, okay, for me, when I, you know, use my phone on the toilet, I'll be honest, I do it so I can post things on Instagram or just catch up on work stuff like if I have to read an email or comment on people who commented on my posts. It's there's times where I have mindlessly scrolled through things and I'll kind of talk on that a little bit later on, but I try not to be like the average person who just shuts their brain off and scrolls endlessly and stares at their screen that's probably like four inches from their face but it gets closer and closer and here's a little side note I don't know you know for anybody who's probably my age or you know the millennial generation you guys probably remember and you probably recall all the probably even uh the generation that's like 80s too. I'm sure the 80s, they probably said this a lot. But when you were a kid and your parents would yell and tell you not to sit so close to the television because it was bad for your eyes. Remember that? Remember when like your parents would just tell you and be like, just get, get back or just scoot you away or like have to drag you away because... When we're kids, we turn into little zombies when it comes to TV because of the bright flashing colors and all this other shit that happens. So, like, fast forward to today, what is so much, what is different between back when we were kids sitting too close to the TV and today where we literally hold our phones two inches from our fucking face? Let that sink in. Okay, because if you think about it, that's what majority of people do. They hold their phone so close to their face. And if you really think about it, back when TVs were the majority of the electronic exposure that we had, their displays were not that good. Their saturation, the colors, the the contrast, the, the vibrancy, the retina displays, that wasn't a thing. If you look at probably TVs back then, the TVs now, it's like they're probably dim and slightly gray. But anymore, your phone has a better display than any TV back in the 90s. So really think about that. You know, have a little reminiscent uh, kind of thing go on. Think about your parents or grandparents yelling at you for sitting too close to the TV. And then think about it and be like, huh, am I... Am I holding my phone too close to my face? I don't know. But next statistic. Oh, this one's good. 80% of people have experienced phantom or false vibrations. 30% heard non-existent noises or ringing. Okay, so if you guys, if anybody out there doesn't know what a phantom ring or phantom vibration is, it's basically 
honestly, to me, that is the biggest sign that cell phones cause mental illness or some kind of psychotic disorder because that should show you that should be a red flag times 10 okay so let me describe it before i get way too just aggravated about this a phantom vibration is a sensation in which you have your phone in your pocket and you feel that sensation of vibration on your skin or in in your body so like if you keep your phone in your right pocket and you get this weird like vibration feeling in your leg or like twitching feeling in the muscle in the muscle and you check your phone and it didn't go off well guess what that's a phantom vibration if you check your phone and you thought you heard a notification ring that's a phantom ring or just a non-existent cell phone ring okay and hearing your phone ring when it doesn't go off or feeling vibrations when it doesn't go off or receive anything that sounds like cell phone induced schizophrenia it that is just mind-boggling but people don't think about it i feel like so many people are becoming more and more dumbed down. They're becoming more and more numb. They just don't. They don't think about this. And it's it's troublesome. To me. It's It, it kind of freaks me the fuck out. Okay. When you got so many people that hear statistics. Or they hear studies. Or they. It's almost like that thing. Where. Growing up. You you always get you always hear the same thing over and over and you're like yeah yeah I know or like your grandma okay might be like oh stand up straight don't, don't slouch fix your shoulders and grandma's pretty damn smart even though she probably might not have known the the benefits of that but you know it's one of those things when you grow up as a kid they they like tell you be like hey straighten up and you're like oh I know I know and then as time goes on you're like yeah I know I should stand up straight more often but I don't and like oh I I know I should eat healthier but blah 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 and it's those things that people know and it's like they they it's you would hope they know you like consciously they're like yeah cell phones are bad for you but they don't they just don't acknowledge it. They just let it kind of pass by. Or they hear information and they don't do anything about it or they don't think about it or they don't consider it or they don't they don't consider their situation and apply that information to see if it affects them. Like so many people anymore, they're in this this i want to i don't want to say numbed or dumbed down but basically that's what it is i heard something the other day where the average goldfish their attention span is 6 seconds and anymore the um, the average person's attention span is 5 seconds and the person who made this quote slash statement said 
basically we are competing with goldfish for attention span and the goldfish are winning like things like that like hearing things like that most people would be like oh whoa that's crazy or like huh well i believe it yeah that's for sure and that's it they just acknowledge it and just be like whoop all right next thing like shouldn't shouldn't we all like simultaneously stop as a like and collect as a fucking civilization and be like uh hey hey um guys that's a little fucked up like if if we're competing with goldfish attention span wise uh sh- should we possibly try to fix this maybe you know what? I I mean I'm not I'm not a scientist or anything but uh hearing things like that or you know hearing statistics about depression caused by cell phones or anxiety caused by cell phones people kind of getting like schizophrenic like side effects because of cell phone use don't you guys think that's an issue anybody anybody um hello no no one gives a fuck no one all right all right i guess i'll just do my thing then and that's what that's what it seems like it seems like the people that try to point this stuff out and that's what i kind of feel like right now in a way like some people might listen to this some people might not listen at all but guess what they'll it'll go in one ear not the other for a majority of people and those who actually pay attention and, the, and that are awake in a sense will it'll hit them and they'll be like whoa shit yeah wow i didn't think about that and it's good and i'm glad and if you're one of those people thank you because we need more people awake like that. But I'm I'm going into a a big oh man. I got to really remember this word. Oh uh, man, harangue. So I'm going into a lengthy harangue. <laughs> but let me get through the rest of this uh these statistics before I get more aggravated. So here we go. Uh, we have. Oh, is that an eight? Oh, great. Yes. I was hoping it said 50%. Sadly, it's 80%. Yet again, 80% of 18 to 24 year olds sleep with their phones next to them. All right. I, I despise this. I try to keep my phone as far away from me as I can. And lately, I have been very sensitive to my phone. There's times where, if, like, the other day, I had my phone on my leg. And I just, like, twi- I just flung it off me. I'm like, why the fuck is this thing on me? Like, why? It's almost like I can feel the energy in it just coming off it. Although, the... The fucking cell phone, radio waves, and all this shit, and the Wi-Fi signal. It's like I could feel all that, and I just flicked it the fuck off. Mainly because it was kind of skeevy in a way, because I just know the effects of all that. And I know it's not good for you. And to have something constantly on you like that. But, that, like, that number should be startling, because everyone... I, I I can't mention this in this podcast too much because this is for a totally different topic. And you know what? I might even make this this podcast solely on 
cell phone addiction and cell phone use because it's bad. And if you guys aren't aware of it, electronics and cell phones affect sleep so much and people don't really pay attention to it. Or they're like, yeah, I know it affects it, but whatever. And they look at their cell phone an hour before going to sleep, which I think that that statistic was like 91% of people watch TV, look at their computer, look at their cell phone one hour before going to bed. And then you wonder why we have a whole just culture of people who are sleep deprived or can't or just don't sleep well. So, like I said, 80% of people sleep with their phones next to them. And that's from 18 years old to 24 year old, years old. That's a, the percentage. <laughs> and I actually dated someone, this one chick, and she literally, literally, she literally had her phone under her pillow when she slept. That's a red flag. If you sleep with your phone within not even two inches from you or your head, or if you're one of those people that look at your phone till you fall asleep, and then it gets jumbled up in your mattress and your sheets and all that because you slept with it, still, you got an addiction. And the first part of this is to accept it. You are addicted. I know majority of people listening can just apply to so many of these statistics. But let's move on. Ooh, this one. This one I feel like is slightly off because I looked up a college study that said even more. But I'll be kind of nice and stick with these numbers. So the average person checks their phone 100 to 900 times a day. Now, there was another college study that said 1,207 times a day, which is just mind-boggling. But I'll be kind of nice and stick with the 900. So think about that. Start counting how many times a day you pick up your phone. You probably won't be able to because it's too many to even bother counting. And this last one, and honestly, these aren't all the statistics. These aren't, this is just a, a random collection of statistics that I chose to pick because they are just, the list goes on and on. There was things talking about parents who use cell phones too often yell at their kids more. More people rather like one in three people, I forget this one, but I think it was one in three people would rather give up sex than their cell phone. They would rather give up the most pleasurable thing known to mankind for their cell phone. Like I said earlier, uh, hello everybody, something's a bit fucked up here. That should be startling. If an individual is literally... Willing to give up sex. Sex, okay? I don't care who you are. If you're 80 years old, if you're a Yorkshire Terrier that humps a towel, 
or if you're some horny teenager in college, you all know sex is pleasurable. People like sex. Sex sells. That So many people are obsessed about it, okay? And in a good sense, people, and even people who only have sex after they get married, doesn't matter. Once you have sex, you're like, whoa, this is probably the most pleasurable thing I could probably ever have in my life. And there's people out there who will give it up, give it up for a fucking electronic device. What the fuck is wrong with people? That should be a red flag. Wait, like, people should be waking up, but... People don't read. People don't try to spend the time anymore to just think about things or question stuff. So they just mindlessly go day in and day out and let the numbing just continue until we all just turn into robots. So this is uh, this is the last statistic, and then I'm going to end this harangue by John. One in two people wake up in the middle of the night without reason to check their phones. Now, I've seen this. I see this all the time in social environments, too. When people feel awkward, they instantly pull their cell phone out and just look at it. Or pretend to look at it. Or just scroll through anything because they don't know how to interact in a social environment. Now, that's a big problem, and I would save that for a different section of the podcast. And you know what? I made the decision. This this whole podcast, it, it's going to be focused on cell phones. I'm I'm it's such a big deal. And not enough people talk about it, but here's another example of how this affects your sleep. If people have an urge to get up out of the middle of the night, out of their slumber, to check their cell phones, there's something wrong. That is not good. That should be a red flag. Unless you got a loved one that's in the hospital or you have some some big, you know, job that's about to or contract or about to make a sale and a different time zone so when you're sleeping they're doing their job, then I can understand all that. Okay? Or if you got like a storm coming and you need, might need to get the fuck out of town, and check the weather. Okay, yeah. But if it's just mindlessly checking your phone in the middle of the night, well, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. And that's the moral of this John's harangue. Check yourself before you wreck yourself with your cell phone use. Okay? Because if you don't, you're never going to wake up to... The realization of how fucked up things are. And how addicted you may be when it comes to cell phone use. So, hope you guys enjoyed this John's harangue. Stay tuned because there's so much more coming up in this podcast.
Hey guys, alright, so, I, I got all kinds of caught up in this podcast with facts, with this information and that information, and I threw a lot at you, and I hope, I hope it got through to you, and if you need to replay this episode, please do so, there's a lot of good information, and share it, uh, above all, because there's a lot of people out there who suffer from cell phone addiction, and are most likely unaware of it. So this is just a great way to kind of help them possibly open up their eyes. Now, what I did realize is I gave you guys all this information, but I didn't really give you a whole lot of examples or practices that you can employ into your everyday life that can help almost help you get away from the habit of constantly looking at your cell phone. So I made a list of my top four tips that I could do or that you can do right now from today on until cell phones are no longer a thing because by then we'll probably just be reading each other's minds like fucking aliens. But top four tips that you can do today, start today, that will help you break your cell phone addiction. Now, you're probably thinking, hey, John, why'd you pick four and not five? Well, guess what? I like even numbers, okay? Everything doesn't have to be an odd number when it comes to top three or top five or whatever. So, let's jump into it. All right, cell phone addiction tip number one. The phone never enters the bathroom. It sounds ridiculous, but I've mentioned it in this podcast earlier on, the number of people that go to the bathroom with their cell phone. Now, I've had this personally where, shit, I was on the toilet, you know, doing my number two on my phone, all the way until the point that my legs were starting to get numb, and that's always a red flag, but you're going to avoid all that. Because you're going to use tip number one. The bathroom never enters. I mean, the. Let me rephrase. The, your cell phone never enters the bathroom. That's tip number one. Remember it. So anytime you got to brush your teeth, pee, poop, shower, whatever it is. Leave the fucking phone away from the bathroom. Don't even bring it with you. Trust me, it'll save you time, you won't be fiddling around, and your legs won't go numb when you're taking a big old dump. Alright, tip number one, done. That's gone. Tip number two, this one helps a lot. Now, especially with uh, a lot of individuals who just seem to get glued to their phones, like their eyes cannot resist looking at the, ooh, the bright colors and the flashiness and, ah, the notifications. So listen up if that is you. Tip number two, turn your phone on to grayscale mode. This will cause you to view the phone less because the lack of bright colors. Now there's some psychology behind all the bright colors when it comes to advertisements, when it comes to logos, when it comes to phones and technology. There's a reason why blue and red are used so often, and that could be for another podcast. But to keep this short, all you have to do is go to your phone's settings and 
pick grayscale mode. Now, each phone is different. Go to YouTube and look up the tutorial on how to do it. iPhones are pretty simple. I have a Samsung and it's actually pretty sweet because there's this feature where you can hit the power button and the volume up button at the same time and you can enable a feature on the phone. So for me, I enabled the grayscale feature. So I can hit those two buttons at the same time, bam, goes right to grayscale, don't have to worry about it. And if I need some color to differentiate if I have my volume up or my Wi-Fi on or my Bluetooth on, I just pop those two buttons, bam, the colors are back in, and I do my thing and turn it back off. The more you have it on grayscale, the less you're really going to grab the phone. You'll notice this. It's weird. It's very trippy, but it's a good tip. And guess what? It saves your battery life. So that's a double whammy, my friend. All right. Tip number three. So when you're going out with friends or family, lock your phone in the car or leave it at home. Now, I've done this so many times because... I'm pretty old school, to be honest, and I'm very big on respect and being present with the people that I'm with. And you got to really think about it. You're spending time with people who enjoy your company, okay? So why are you going to be fiddling on your phone and not paying attention to the time that you're spending with them? Oh, I could start a rant right now, but I'm not. So leave the freaking phone behind. Lock it up. Hide it if you have to. Leave it at home. Put it in your room. If you're afraid someone's going to steal it, put it in a safe. But you'll realize that once you do this, you'll enjoy the time with your friends and family so much more. And then they'll be talking about you like, man, I like hanging out with him. He pays attention to me. and He listens to me. He's present. I love it. And it's going to help build those relationships and make them stronger. Plus, if you're going on dates... It will make you look so much better than anybody else that person is going on dates with. You're going to be like the best date they ever had because you're paying attention to them. A, because you have a phone. And B, because, I mean, A, because you don't have your phone up your ass. And B, you're 100% present with that individual. And that's how you get that intimacy going, if you know what I'm saying. All right. Last tip. Tip number four. Let's get into it. Now, this one's actually kind of like a funny tip, to be honest. You don't have to take it serious, but if you are an extreme example of cell phone addiction, well, this will probably benefit you quite a bit. Now, if your notifications are constantly going off and constantly bugging and blurping and making all these fucking noises on your phone and distracting you and derailing your focus, well, do this. Change your notification ringtone to something horrible sounding. Whether it's a baby screaming, an annoying jingle, just anything that would make you want to leave it on either vibrate or on silent mode. Okay? And now this way, when you're working on stuff, you don't have that buzzing constantly going off and your concentration doesn't get all messed up. So, use these... Four tips today, maybe not the last one if you really don't have that issue, but use these tips. Don't just listen to this and then totally ignore it because you're not going to fix your problem. And most likely, 
Actually, I believe probably 98% of people now have some form of cell phone addiction. It's everywhere. No one is... Even babies have it. Like, it's, it's fucking wild. So, employ these. Let me know how you guys like them. And leave a comment if they benefited you. And just... Put the phone away, guys. Like, literally. Life keeps going on, so just put it away and be present. holiday season, gift yourself or gift a loved one with online personal training by The Health Alchemist. Go to healthalchemisttraining.com and use the code CHRISTMAS17 to get 20% off of the online personal training package of your choice. It's a holiday season. Spread a little love and spread a little fitness. Save the whale! Save the whale! my I'm gonna save the whale. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It was a lot shorter than most episodes, but that's because we didn't have a guest on today. So I hope you guys understand. But at the end of the day, I hope this podcast really opened your mind up. Why, may you ask? Well, Obviously, I threw out some knowledge. I dropped some statistics on your ass today about cell phone addiction. So really, the takeaway that I like to see you guys have is to just take notice of the habits you have with your cell phone. Do you have the kind of telltale signs that you have a cell phone addiction? Do you sleep with your cell phone by your bed? Do you constantly check it even if it doesn't go off? Do you always find yourself just blindly scrolling through your phone for no apparent reason? Just really use this podcast as a as a means of just not inspiration, but a eye-opening kind of experience. Have it just rethink the way you view your phone and see what habits you currently have. 
If you don't have a cell phone addiction, props to you. Try to keep that off. But if you find that you do have a cell phone addiction, try to wean yourself off and enjoy the present moment and enjoy the real world, man, because that's where the power's at. Now, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Please hit that follow button. Follow me on iTunes. I think I just got it situated. So you can type in Health Alchemist Podcast and it will pop up. Now, everything in this podcast is self-funded. So all this work that I do is just solely me. It's John Powered, okay? There's nothing else really behind it. So if you guys want to support the podcast, please Feel free to go to healthalchemisttraining.com where you can order online personal training by yours truly. So if you got some jacked up joints and shit, I can fix them for you. And you can go to the shop page where I have my ebooks there. I have a whole, just a badass program that I made focused on muscle building, power, strength, all in one. It's a badass ebook. And I really recommend checking that out. And I also have my new Nolly Breathing and Pranayama ebook on the shop page as well. And those are both very cheap. And I put a lot of work into them. And it would mean a lot to me if you guys made the purchase. Now, if you want some fly gear, there's also apparel, there's shirts, hoodies. I'm adding new things to it. And I have some new items and new products up on the rise but i can't give it away just yet i gotta keep it secret all right so go to the shop page whatever you purchase there helps fund this operation so i can keep dishing out great info so you guys can live a happier healthier life and have the knowledge to do so i love creating content i love doing this stuff to help others And your support is very much needed and very much appreciated. So in that end note, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please share. If you want to follow me on Instagram, go to at health underscore alchemist. And check out the website healthalchemisttraining.com. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to shoot me an email or a DM. Until that end note, I'm signing off. Keep on keeping on, guys, and I'll see you next time.